Well, I'm getting ready to watch a video. Really? What? Just some scary movie. You like scary movies? Uh huh. You never told me your name. Why do you want to know my name? I want to know who I'm looking at. Welcome to the channel, ladies and gentlemen. Today we have Coriander, Killian, and special guest Steven from Craven Something Scary. What's going on, guys? We're going to be talking about Scream from 1996. Woohoo! Yeah, we are. <laughs> yes, sir. Right? <laughs> um, yeah, so today is the day we're going to be talking about Scream. Ironically, the re release was today as well. And that was not planned. It kind of just happened like that because I was like, oh, yeah, the re-release is happening too. Um, but, yeah, we're going to talk about this uh, this movie from 1996, obviously directed by the late, great Wes Craven. Oh, yes. And, um, yes. So this, this should be a lot of fun. Um, and, Stephen, we want to thank you for joining us. Um, obviously, you've done oh, a lot yeah. of good scream material and videos and reactions and so uh we appreciate you joining us today this should be a lot of fun well absolutely thank you guys for having me i'm really excited about tonight so i appreciate that very much thank you all right no problem at all um let's do this let's first uh do a quick take on what we think of this movie um, I'll start with you, Killian, and then Steven, and then Coriander. Just give me a quick take. What, what, is this, what do you think of when you think of this movie? What does it mean? I, this movie kind of changed the landscape of horror, or at least modern horror. Um, it was self-aware. It, it, it respected the horror fans who had been watching way before this, and we know the rules. And right. to, to pick fun at it and kind of illustrate that was funny for us veterans but also incitive for the new horror fans that may not know the rules so yeah th th this movie's great absolutely how about you steven yeah i i echo everything you just said and it was so cool seeing this movie the first time and having them acknowledge halloween and actually having halloween playing on the tv screen and later in the in the end of the movie when you when dewey comes into the house the halloween music is the score for the scene and i'm jumping ahead but i mean it was so amazing to say wait a minute these these are people like us like they're, they're watching the same movies and and the i you know the brilliance of kevin williamson's writing and let's not underestimate wes craven's brilliance of bringing it to life mm -hmm. because it's one thing to have it on a piece of paper it's a whole nother thing to bring that into life with with people in the right setting, the lighting, the cinematography, you know, guys, you know, all those elements that we see on screen. So mm -hmm. for me, it was a movie that, and I always say this, it rocked my world. And 25 years later, when I watch it, it still rocks my world because it's really close, in my opinion, to being a perfect movie. All right. I hear you, man. How about you, Coriander? You know, this is like one of the greatest slasher movies that, you know, Wes made. And yeah. for it to like breathe a new fresh of life into 
poor at the time because at that time there really wasn't much that was going on so yeah it's a great horror comedy absolutely and and just real quick my own thought it's just it's just such a great film and again credit to wes um his career and and coriander we we did a, a horror icons episode on wes uh craven by the way guys if you haven't seen it check it out but the thing that is amazing to me is he changed the landscape of horror at least three times in his career in different decades yes three different types of horror movies i mean that in and of itself is amazing when you talk about last house on the left Mm -hmm. a nightmare on elm street and then scream you know so just credit to wes Uh, but we'll be talking more about the master himself uh let's see what we have in the chat uh, we have got Slasher Fred, of course, saying you like scary movies. <laughs> All right. Uh, Strange Monkey, my man, he's in the chat saying, I could be watching this masterpiece in theaters right now, but I have to close at work. Oh, man. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, brother. I'm sorry, man. Yeah. You got the next uh, best thing watching this. Right they, they, yeah, <laughs> there you go. You know there what's you go. Up, <laughs> right? I knew that I liked them for one. a reason. That was good. <laughs> um, my man Eric, the champion of the people, uh, which, by the way, again, last night, uh, a great emotional send off for the Two Bearded Losers podcast, him and Frenzy. Um, family to the channel. A great episode. Check, check, check those guys out. Um, he says, I loved this when it initially came out and did for a long time i grew to hate dewey more than ever and got annoyed by matthew lillard being too over the top with my last watch convince me to revisit oh you know we'll try oh man stay tuned right, right? <laughs> challenge accepted uh, right my man lamar's in the in the chat saying good evening what's going on man Hello. What's hey going on? Uh, saying, I love when the opening uh, comes back in 1996. You didn't expect it coming. Yeah, man, it's a lot of good surprises. A lot of good surprises. Uh, Neil's in the chat saying, hey, guys, what's going on? What's going on? Gorephobe is back in the chat. What's up, man? Hey. All right. Nice to see you, man. Uh, My man, Prim. Prim's in the chat saying, hey, guys, what's up, man? All right, guys. Well, you know what we got to do. Prometheus is in the house too, saying, "Hey, Nightwatch, what's up?" Lamar, hey. nice haircut. <laughs> Thanks, man. All right, guys, we're we're gonna get finished getting set up for just a few seconds. So, for you guys in the chat, for you guys watching the replay, sit back, relax. You know what time it is. Why can't they find their pops, man? Because he's probably dead. His body will come popping up in the last reel somewhere. Eyes gouged out, fingers cut off, teeth knocked out. See the. He's always off track with this shit. If they watch prom night, they'd save time. There's a formula to it. A very simple formula. Everybody's a suspect. Tatum, just get in the car. Oh, Sydney. I'm a man of my word. Hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dead or alive, consider this home. No killing the vibe in the night watch zone. Seen more hype when the lights come on. Hit like and subscribe and the show might blow. Go viral, no COVID. It's a spiral emotions. Hand on the Bible. Only go sign on the dopest survivals. Better tune in, yeah, you know it's vital. From Schwarzenegger to Kane Hodder. Corey G down to Harry Potter. Shit's a gorny weaver. Love the night watch zone. Come with me to the night watch zone. zone. 
right. Okay. Let's get down to brass tacks, guys. Um, Kill, I'll start with you. Let's just start off with opening thoughts, whether it be the beginning of the movie. Obviously, that's a conversation in and of itself, but I'll throw it to you first, man. Man, you know, it's funny. I think back to when I first saw this movie. I uh, saw my girl in the movie theater, and it wasn't crowded. It was like the middle of the afternoon that we went and saw it. And just enjoying that opening sequence with Drew Barrymore and how prominent she was on the posters and in the advertisements. Oh man, they have Drew Barrymore in here. Okay, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. And then, then of course, like we all know, she's not in the movie that long. <laughs> um, <laughs> and and I think for me, and, and probably a lot of people, there's always that fear of the antagonist or the killer is in your backseat or calling from inside your house and Drew Barrymore, you know, she, she's she's a very underrated actress, and I loved her performance here because it set the tone so well for this entire franchise, just with this, you know, opening scene, because it let me know that anybody can get aced out at any second, Absolutely. you know, or at least, you know, that, that was my initial, you know, thought to it. And uh, yeah, man, I you know I, I'll I'll stop talking for now, but I I love this movie. So. Yeah, absolutely. How about you, Stephen? What did you think of that opening or any other thoughts you have? Yeah, it was it was powerful is the word I would use because I also remember Kill being in the theater January of 1997, and I remember watching it one night going home from work. I stopped in into a theater. And went in with no expectations at all, other than the trailer was I thought was great. And as the movie unfolded with that, and beginning with the opening scene, to your point, it was just incredibly done, done so well, so powerful, and all of the little elements. And you guys who know Wes Craven know how everything is calculated in his movies. He doesn't Mm -hmm. do anything by accident, and so everything builds upon itself. Even in that opening scene when her you know, uh, when her parents are walking up and she's trying to get their attention and she can't talk, you know, because she's been strangled, all of these mm-hmm. things, you know, and, and she, she's trying to speak and all that tension is just incredible uh, in is. that first scene. It just builds and builds and builds. And so I could spend the whole time talking about the opening scene because there's so many great elements to it. But yeah, I remember absolutely. leaving the theater that day saying, this is something special. I just watched a movie that is fresh. This is new. This is not the cookie cutter horror slasher movies we've been stuck with for the last several years. Mm-hmm. And I said, this movie, this is going somewhere. And then after that, last thing I'll say is I had told everyone I knew that had a pulse that you have got to go out and you've got to see this movie and take me with you out because I want to see their expressions when they see mm-hmm. it for the first time. And to this day, if I find someone who I know in my inner circle who hasn't seen it, I'm like, come over. We're going to watch this movie. And I have to watch them because they react the way I did, you know, what, 25 years ago. So Right. It was, <laughs> I knew it was a special film, guys. It was, it was not, it was something different. And it turned out, as we know, to be just that. Absolutely, man. How, how about you, Coriander? I mean, that opening scene, you guys said it, you know, pretty, pretty damn good. I mean, you've got the gore. I mean, I couldn't believe they're getting gutted. You're seeing intestines Mm -hmm. hanging. And yeah, I mean, the tension that 
this movie brought in just the what the first 10 minutes of it was yep yeah it was great it was it was really good yeah man it, it was crazy because it was 12 like 12 minutes and 40 seconds it was like wow yeah. this is just what a what a beginning um yeah. real quick too in the chat see what these guys uh are all about we got uh, tristan's in the chat saying hello all this is one of my favorite slasher movies all right yeah. okay yeah. all right uh let's see we also have uh gore saying uh feels good a little more than a resurrection of the slasher but the birth of a new icon good nice. point yeah very good very good point Eric saying, I still remember the hype and all the talk about this when I was in high school, and it was yeah. only early internet, so it was nice to be able to avoid those ending spoilers. Yeah. Good oh, yeah. point. Oh Good yeah. Point. Hey Knight, if I could just say one last thing about that opening scene, mm-hmm. talking about the details, you know, we we're talking about when she's hanging there from the tree, mm-hmm. the little detail of having the steam, the smoke coming out of yeah. her body. It's yes. a detail that some people would just, they wouldn't even think about that. It would just, she'd just be hanging there. But to mm-hmm. see that steam from the, obviously it was a cool night in her, you know, we know why. Yeah. I mm-hmm. thought that was just another, just another example of, of Wes's de- attention to detail. Just Absolutely. realism. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's it a good word too. Yeah. Cause mm-hmm. you, you, you're watching it and you really felt like, wow, this is actually happening. It's, it was very well done. Wes, Wes, Wes is a, he, he was amazing. He really was. Uh, Lydia and Bubba are in the chat saying, this is great. Uh, thank you so much. Awesome. Uh, Flamethrower's in the chat. All right. All right, guys. Um, but Kill, let's let's go on to a couple of the other things. Um, obviously, Drew Barrymore gets killed. That was just crazy. I remember seeing it in the theater. I was like, what? I, it, <laughs> right. It, it messed me up for like another <laughs> 50, 15 minutes. You know? Yeah. Because... Yeah. because and they mm-hmm. were so smart. Um, and, 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 and Drew Barrymore was part of that process of saying, hey, you know, I'd like to play this a little bit differently, subvert expectations the right way. Um, and uh, yeah. so it's just masterful stroke by all those creative minds. But Kill, as we um, begin the movie, we get introduced to the main cast. What were you thinking about the story and, and the folks, how that was all coming together? I absolutely loved nev campbell in this Uh, i feel the way that she was you know either the way she played it or the direction of her she was kind of (sighs) that pretty yet smart strong nice just well-rounded teenage girl Mm -hmm. and she 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 was just it was just a, a, a realism kind of a you know if I if I can use that word of how she played the character, mm-hmm. and she was so likable. She reminded me a lot of um, um, Jamie Lee, yes, you know, did, as yeah. Laurie Strode, you know, because it was just you know because you look at you know the the original Halloween and the way she she's played it it feels real. That character feels real. It doesn't feel like she's acting. You know, um, and and there's other actors in here that are pl- kind of you know play a little too over the top, but I felt for her she was so grounded and yeah. felt so real that she was the gr- a great linchpin for this entire franchise. And just seeing those opening scenes with her 
uh, you know, I'm just like, okay, so she's she's our protagonist. She's the one we're following. Hopefully, if she survives, she'll be the final girl. Hopefully, right. but I don't know if she's going to survive after what I just saw of Drew Barrymore. Because Drew yeah. Barrymore, this is not her first horror movie, and Drew Barrymore does not die in horror right? movies. Okay, <laughs> I mean, let's not forget. Okay, yeah, right. <laughs> she'll burn you or she'll attack you with <laughs> cats or whatever. But little Drew Barrymore does not die in horror movies. Right, so. right, absolutely. How, how about you, Stephen? What did you think of the the intro to the characters uh, that we obviously would follow throughout the rest of this movie? <clears throat> yeah, I think I think Killen nailed it, man. That it's and when you think about the other actresses who auditioned for that part, like Melissa Joan Hart, Brittany Murphy. Tori Spelling and Reese Witherspoon. I'm like, not to take anything away from them individual as individual actors, but after seeing Nev Campbell, how can you, you can't picture anyone else, <clears throat> excuse me, in this character. There's just no way that I can't picture any of those folks reaching the level as she did of authenticity, kill to your point and, and the realism. And that was, is such a quality that we, we saw in, in uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Cause we, when you're watching her, you feel comfortable. Like this is, a real person this right. is not just you know someone playing this character even though we know she is but you mm -hmm. still i think she put a lot of herself into this role and mm -hmm. to where you really believed her you really believed you felt what she was feeling and yeah. so as far as nev goes and i can i have more to say about her later on but for now that was kind of really how it does she does carry the film and even though if you have other characters that you don't necessarily like as much, you have that steady constant throughout the, the movie that's carrying it along. And so I think it was great. And as far as the other characters, I mean, I think Wes did such a good job of setting up red herrings with some of these characters and making multiple, you think, red, multiple herrings. red herrings, right? And yeah. you know, and then sometimes you think it's this person, then you find out you're wrong, but then you later on, you find out you're right. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And so... Anyway, I think the introduction of the characters was well done. And one thing about the whole franchise, in my opinion, especially first and, and the first and second one, is the development of the characters was so well done that you, you were invested in, their, in these guys. You know, you're invested in them. And whether you're like a, a super like one or, or, or like one less, the, the development and the relationships, I thought, was, was well done. Absolutely. No, I totally, I totally agree with that. Uh, Coriander, how about you as far as uh, these characters? Um, obviously, you know, we had Courtney Cox. I know you were a huge Courtney Cox fan. Um, David Arquette. What, what did you think of those guys, what they brought to their characters to the movie? You know, I, I enjoyed all the cast, you know, like, um, oh, God, I forgot your name again. I'm sorry. Steven. Yes, Steven. Steven. I'm yep. sorry. I should have put it so there. Like what, <laughs> that's okay. So I agree with what Steven said. I mean, they brought depth and personality to every one of these characters. And I enjoyed absolutely every single one of them. And I liked how, you know, because in Friends, you had Courtney Cox, who was such a good girl. She's sweet, funny, you know. And in this movie, she's quite the bitch. So... Right. Yeah, I love seeing her in a role like this. So yeah, absolutely. Uh, real quick too in the chat, uh, Gore was saying, "Imagine the horror on Casey's mother's uh, mother opening up mm -hmm. the door just to see her daughter hanging there." Oh. Yeah, I mean it was some really visceral type of stuff. It really, really was. 
Yeah. Uh, Neil saying Courtney Cox is from my hometown, Birmingham. So I'm pretty much nice. obligated to like any horror movie that she's in. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> and Gorefo was saying that a great insight, Stephen. Absolutely. Oh, thank you. Yep. Uh, Prim was saying Drew Barrymore was the bait and switch. Yes. Or maybe it was the bait and cut. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right. Lydia and Bubba saying, I haven't uh, seen any of the movies, but I can't wait to. Ooh. Yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. That's, that's yeah. exciting. Yeah. yeah. Good for and, you. And the first time. Will, it's nothing like the first time. Man. Yeah. Right. And we will touch upon um, spoilers um, at mm. some point. I'll, I'll try to give the warning. But this is the type of movie where it, it, it is so many different bait and switches and red mm -hmm. herrings. It's crazy. Um, mm. Eric saying, as great as Sydney is as a character, gotta say, Rose McGowan as Tatum is my favorite character of the movie. Mm. Yeah, she was really good in this. She, she was. really was. She really, really was. Mm. Uh, but Gil, let's let's. And also, can I just take a moment to give a shout out to my man, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Henry Winkler? Yes, That's it right. was so cool. It was so cool seeing him in this movie. I just want to say that. Yeah. Um, yep. It, it was it was just a great moment because Kill, you know, we grew up on Happy Days and stuff like that. Right. So. I was just gonna say. I'm a huge fan of Happy Days, also. So yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yes. So let, let's let's do this. Let's get into a couple of other things. Um, so we see that um, Neff Campbell playing Sydney, she has tra tragedy that she's dealt with with her mother's killing and, and stuff like that. Um, and the story starts to take shape. We've got a killer. We don't know who it is, and they're playing this game of you know, could it be this person? Could it be that person? Kill, what did you think of the mystery aspect of the movie as it started to get, you know, close to the halfway point? Oh, I, I loved it because, you know, when you add the mystery of, okay, who is the killer? The killer probably is one of the main players that we've been mm -hmm. introduced to or, you know, later in the movie we'll be introduced to. So it's mm -hmm. kind of you're you're not only watching a slasher flick, but you're also kind of watching a whodunit. Yes. You know, and, and as you're watching it, you're wondering like, oh, well, it could be her or it could be him. It could be a female killer. It could be a male killer, mm. you know, and and that was all a part of it. Because I like I said, I remember me and, and my girlfriend at the time, we were just like, who do you think it is? I don't know. Right. <laughs> I'm just enjoying the ride, yeah, you right. know. And 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 one thing I will say, and 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 this is not a jab at the movie or at at Ghostface. I loved that Ghostface was not polished. He yeah, was clumsy. Exactly. He, he mm -hmm. or she, Ghostface was clumsy. Mm -hmm. Like you could, you know, you could tell like this was probably one of their first kills or first time mm -hmm. doing this, and. Yeah. You know, and, and, and it was just interesting to see a slasher that was not polished, you know, mm -hmm. couldn't bring mm -hmm. you into a dream world, wasn't proficient with every garden tool and machete and axe <laughs> out at the campground, you know, what wasn't wasn't the shape that could just appear around oh, you in, yes. in a closet. Yeah. You know, right. ghost ghostface was you know, he, he he or she was just trying their best to like be the best mm -hmm. slasher they could be, right. <laughs> and, and I appreciated I appreciated their effort. Absolutely. <laughs> um, and as we start to get into a couple of uh, well, it's not a spoiler, but we're starting to get down that road. Just let people that are watching know. But Stephen, what about when um, you know you've got Billy, who mm -hmm. 
you start to see the shadows so to speak of like oh, wait a minute you know yep. this is looking pretty suspect you know mm-hmm. um, yep. when he gets taken to jail and we have that fantastic scene uh, with Nev Campbell on the phone and it's like you know you fingered the wrong guy yes. again yes what a what a great way to take you back out of it and, and and again you're you you're back for me anyways i was back at ground zero trying to figure out what was going on what did yes. you think of that aspect of the movie yes 100% and the red herrings the setups it was so great and i i've often described this movie as an <clears throat> pardon me as an agatha christie movie on steroids because this was a to me a classic who done it yeah but with just taken to the extreme turning it mm-hmm. to and and because that mystery element is my favorite one of my favorite genre of films is is, is mystery is whodunit type shows so mm-hmm. to me this was the like oh my goodness you're mixing in a slasher horror which is my favorite and you're mixing in a murder mystery in the movie and there's nothing better to me than that end reveal when you take a mask off somebody like you're yeah. building up to it you know and you finally get there and you're trying to see who it is and you think you know or maybe you don't but you hope you're right mm-hmm. and the setup with billy was just so fantastic and the, the phone call perfect and of course you know i won't jump too far ahead in the film but we know later on they really throw you off billy in a major mm-hmm. way um but having said that to me it's one of the things i love the most about the whole franchise is every element is the mystery element rather of every film so Absolutely. i loved it Loved it. I I agree. I agree. Uh, Coriander, how about you? I mean, what did you think about how? I mean, obviously we're talking about this example, but they they did it in so many different ways. Because spoilers for anyone who has not seen this movie, that is such a classic. You didn't think that there would be more than one killer. You know what I'm saying? So, oh, what, how how did you think that they approached that and the whole mystery of it? Um, how did that work for you? I mean, it was great. I mean, you had this scene where the killer was finally coming after Sydney, and she's home, and she falls asleep, and her friend calls her, I'm on my way, and then that other guy, you get the killer calling her, and yeah, Mm -hmm. next thing you know, it's her turn, and it was great because, you know, the killer says he's outside on her porch at the front door, Mm -hmm. and you know she she has that trick door in her bedroom and you have her boyfriend who eventually climbs through and just like her yeah i would be suspicious of the damn dude too right, so absolutely anyone did, would yeah i had no clue that there was two killers and let yeah, alone when it was revealed that there was yeah. it was like wow that that was brilliant cuz yeah I, I i totally agree with it and and kill i want to also you know, we got to give credit uh, to my man, uh, Jamie Kennedy. The scene in the video <laughs> store, I, I just thought was was some really crafty stuff. He was so good in this role, injecting his his personality and humor into it. What did you think of this scene and also just some of the things that Randy did in general? Uh, you know, he he was a great exposition dump tool. And, and 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 once again everything you know like steven said everything is done for a reason 
Uh, yeah. He he is that best friend that we all have who's like so knowledgeable on horror films, mm-hmm. you know, or just films in general, almost too much. Like, oh, all right, yeah, 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 you know. Um, but I, I loved his character because he, he, he let everyone know the rules. He let everyone know that like everyone's a suspect, you know, trust right. no one. And he also was, you know, a funny addition to their group of friends and their dynamic, yeah. you know, because you had pretty much, you, you know, uh, I guess the pretty much the two couples and then you had him mm-hmm. and, you know, and he, you know, seemed like all, all around, you know, cool dude and just very knowledgeable about this stuff so that fans and 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 i think this movie is also a great onboarding tool for people who maybe don't always watch horror films and he and he you know was kind of their their guide to to this wonderful world that we all love and you know and then of course the younger generation like i was saying earlier that this might be one of their first slasher films because I know as crazy as this sounds, guys, there are kids out there that their first slasher was Ghostface. Mm-hmm. It, it wasn't Michael. It wasn't Jason. I know it, that's right. crazy, but, mm-hmm. you know, and and uh, essentially Jamie Kennedy is right there to kind of be, you know, he just hold their hands and, and guide them into this realm. And he, yeah. he was an awesome character. He was one of my favorite characters in this movie. Yeah. He really was. He really was. Also, too, in the chat, um, Tristan, he's always on it, saying, I love the Wes Craven cameo. <laughs> yes. It's Fred the Jet. That's right. That's great. Love that. There he is. <laughs> so good. You know, and, and, and let me just say, and when we, we go, we're going to talk about Wes, too, but you just got to – he was just so smart he really was and he was injecting you know little things here and there like right in the beginning when when uh casey was saying about nightmare on elm street and uh and uh ghostface said yeah yeah i love those movies she said, well the first one was good but the rest of them sucked and, yes. you know that was that was wes you know kind of kind of giving the little jab you know because we know what yep. happened you know and it's, mm-hmm. it's and it's funny that that happened with wes and in a way it happened with john carpenter too with halloween and yeah. you notice that wes really gave john a lot of a lot of credit a lot of props i mean and and i thought that was cool too but mm-hmm. Steven, what did you think of uh, Matthew Lillard in this in this movie oh, man. as far as his characterization, his mm-hmm. scenes and so forth? Yeah, I and I'm going to tell you up front, I am a huge Matthew Lillard fan. I'm a huge mm-hmm. Stu Mocker fan in this movie and I think it was fantastic. I loved his energy and some might would say, well, he would he took it too far. I mm-hmm. actually disagree. I think for a psychotic deranged killer he played it perfectly because you're not he, he he was kind of the unbridled uh enthusiasm if you will you know super mm-hmm. zealous and yeah. whereas billy's your more typical well, i say typical but what you would think of serial killer more close to the vest you know introverted to a to a bit but here's the opposite of billy and so yeah. and i think that's why it worked because billy was able to manipulate him and yeah. you could obviously see who was in charge of that relationship, you know, mm-hmm. situation. But I personally loved it, and I can—I don't—I never get enough of him. His lines, you know, I'll be right back, and just his facial expressions, even in yeah. the video store, it's just like <laughs> makes me laugh, you know. When he sticks his tongue out, and he's like doing all that yeah. crazy face. Yeah. Um, 
and messing with Randy, always giving Randy a hard time. Yeah, yeah, here we go. And, yeah. uh, you know, it, I, I love Stu. I'm all for Stu. Uh, he's one of my favorite characters in the movie. In fact, when I did a, a recent video on the Scream Fest video, I actually listed him as my most favorite character of the movie, which is, I know it's crazy because there's so many great characters, but right. uh, I, I love him. I loved him in this film and couldn't get enough of him. Absolutely. Yeah, liver. They keep going on forever. And most of his lines, I must say, for those of you who don't know, he ad-libbed, Wes let him ad-lib yeah. a lot of his lines in the yeah. finale scene in the kitchen and you know some of the ones we know the most like you know you hit me with the phone you know and then yeah. you know my mom and dad are gonna be so mad at me with those all the ones we remember yeah he said that those were all ad-lib that west told him to go for it and and west liked him and he left them in Absolutely. to his credit so. yeah he yeah he did a great job man he really really did mm-hmm. uh coriander how about uh once we get to the point where they they have the party and of course randy you know is doing crowd control and he's talking about the rules you don't know the rules and he goes right. over the rules first of all what did you think of that scene and then of course um tatum's kill rose mcgowan's kill after that how'd you think that that went yeah you know Ran- yeah randy is like so smart honestly because if you think about it in the video store he was even pointing out how billy's like one of the killers you know yeah so and everyone was like yep. oh whatever you know and right. yeah i thought that was so great when he got up and told these guys all the rules the three rules and yeah he's he's just yeah he was definitely the, the comedian in the group absolutely and, go ahead no go ahead no 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 you can finish well, no, I was just going to go to Rose's scene, but right. what were you mm-hmm. going to say? No, that's what I was going to do, but go ahead. Okay, yeah. Her scene, uh, you know, I heard that that poor girl, when she was, you know, doing that scene, they had to nail her to in yeah. that, you know, that little doggy door thing because she was so small that she kept falling out. So, wow. yeah, that was, yep. yeah, that was like a horrific scene, really. Her head gets crushed and... Yeah, but at least she put up a fight, you know, so. Yeah, she did. <laughs> yes. That was a good thing. I got to admit. Yeah. No, I was going to say in that in that scene, too, I for a moment, I thought she was going to get away because she was mm-hmm. really yeah. doing some cool stuff. Mm-hmm. And like you said, Jillian, Ghostface was not polished. So and that, that made it realistic. And you thought that there's a mm-hmm. chance. Definitely. You know? That's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you know, night. I just got to tell you something funny about that real quick. So mm-hmm. Rose Rose McGowan said that uh, when they were filming this, you mm-hmm. know, as you stated, she was so small that she could fit through the doggy door, and mm-hmm. so they they tried shooting it a couple of times, and she kept falling out. So Wes said, just tack her up, nail her up to the to the door. So they tacked, <laughs> they nailed her shirt all the way around, and it was so it would hold her. Uh, and she said after that scene was done, she said, I thought it was amazing. She said, because I have a doggy door in my garage at my house. She said, now I know if I ever get in this situation, I can actually fit through the door. I can actually, <laughs> in real life, I can actually, I can actually get out now. And I didn't know that. And, uh, yeah. That was, that was a great scene, man. <laughs> it was. It really, it really, really yeah. was. Um, and real quick before I get back to you, Kill, Gore was saying, after you've seen Scream, you can notice the subtle looks between Billy and Stu. That is true. Absolutely. Like yeah. that, I think that's part of the fun of Scream too. Is after you've watched it or after mm-hmm. you know what was going on, 
and you rewatch it, you see so many little yes. things, little looks, yep. little things in the dialogue, mm-hmm. a bunch of nods to the horror genre from Wes. I mean, it was just, it was, it was really, really cool. Eric says, uh, what's great about Ghostface's costume, and especially the mask, is that like Michael Myers, it's literally just a costume anyone could pick up at a Halloween mm-hmm. store. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Good mm-hmm. point. Yep. Neil saying this movie tells you what it's doing while at the same time hiding what it's doing from you. It's just great mm-hmm. execution all around. 100%. Yes. yes. Gore is also a fan of Matthew Lillard. I agree, man. Yes. It's definitely some good. Slasher Fred saying the movie also has Joseph Whip, who plays mm-hmm. Sergeant Parker in A Nightmare on Elm Street. It does. Good one. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Sure does. Absolutely. But Kill, <laughs> let's 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 kind of talk about um, the finale and how that all came down this is ultimate spoiler territory for anyone who hasn't seen it um nev campbell again i thought she was great as sydney she's running away from ghost phase we've got dewey trying to do some things we've got uh we have randy who got got attacked and they saw that on the uh, camera and all that type of stuff with the 30 second delay which by the way yes again just setting up tension kill what were you thinking about all these things leading up to the final reveal man that this final portion of the movie like the action is 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 on uh you know people are getting aced out left and right some some people are getting aced out and then it appears oh they're not dead okay cool Mm -hmm. uh and essentially nev campbell like she must have went to the Jamie Lee school of uh, of horror screaming because you can feel the terror as yeah. she's being stalked and I mean she's being stalked relentlessly mm-hmm. by Ghostface yes. and you know no matter where she she goes it seems like Ghostface is always like one or two steps ahead of her mm-hmm. and you know I I, I guess I, I loved the frantic pace. Yeah, because this movie definitely has a cadence, um, and in mm-hmm. my opinion, this at least this one, there's no fat on the bone. Everything no. is done for a reason, yeah. and the the flow of it is really good. But when it gets closer yeah. to the end here, it goes into overdrive of mm-hmm. like Ghostface really wants to kill Sydney. Like mm-hmm. it, Ghostface can taste it, and it's like whoa, yes. <laughs> and and it, it just really just ramps it up. And and I'm sorry. The first time I saw the Ghostface costume, I was just like, "That just looks terrifying," like because I because it's just something, just like Michael Myers in his mask, or Jason with the hockey mask. It's mm-hmm. that sinister simplicity yeah. of yeah. of the mask of the costume mm-hmm. of a a hockey mask shouldn't be scary, but if there's a, a really hulking behemoth of a man wearing it and has a machete in his hand it's terrifying uh you know and same thing with michael myers you know a reverse william shatner mask like whoa this is scary Ghostface is just sitting there and you know the shroud the whole black outfit the black gloves and that sequence that you just showed kind of a picture of of him wiping off the knife it's yeah. just like okay yep. mm-hmm. yeah that like when you like that just means he's ready for more blood on that knife and he wants your blood yeah. yes. so yeah <laughs> so yeah absolutely i agree uh and steven you know as we we're talking about the finale a little bit a specific scene that I, I wanted to get your take on is when 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 the fake out with billy mm-hmm. um in the bedroom 
and yeah. it, it was just classic because he's like you know what do i have to do mm -hmm. uh, to make you believe that i'm not a killer and yes. then of course and the way nev played that scene too was really good what what was your take on that scene well this was the scene that i officially say there's two scenes in this movie where my mind was completely blown watching it and this was the first one and uh, i can talk about the second one later if you want but the first one was this because mm -hmm. in my mind i i was convinced at that point that it was billy i said oh no it's him 100 percent and at first i didn't think it was then i turned and said oh it's him it's totally him so when that happened and i said oh my gosh are you are you serious and my head was went bam in the theater because now i didn't kill i think not you mentioned earlier how you you had to reset i had to completely reset right in the middle of the at that end of the movie because he i was just sure it was him i'd settled it and then when that happens and he's stabbed I'm like, okay, I don't know who it is. Is it the father? Maybe it is the father, or is it Randy, or is, or maybe mm -hmm. Dewey? Then my whole brain is just going through all the people again, while yeah. the movie's still going. And right. That for me was an absolute incredible scene, brilliant scene because I, I, I mean, my my suspect was dead. This right. Guy, it was supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah. Know? No, it, it was it was fantastic. All yes. the red herrings. I absolutely loved it. Uh, and Coriander, for you, what I was wondering about is once we get that scene uh, where Sydney is in the house and you have uh, you've got Randy and you also have Stu, they're basically saying he did it. No, he did it. No, it wasn't me. And both of them are, you know, just just torn up, you know, looking and, and acting and and pleading uh, with her. First of all, would you would you think of that scene? And also, at this point in the movie, when you first saw it, who did you think the killer was? You know, like Steven said, the one who you thought was the killer was stabbed. Right. So you didn't really know who it was. And with these mm -hmm. two guys, I mean, Sydney couldn't have played it any better than what she did by shutting the door. Because who could you believe? Yeah, I wouldn't exactly. have believed either one of them. Nope. So, yep. yeah, she was so smart to do what she did good point yeah she mm -hmm. shut that door and it, like you said killian that 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 school from uh jamie lee curtis man she was mm -hmm. smart she knew what to do um gorefold was doing the quote which of course shout out to uh, uh the late great anthony perkins we mm -hmm. all go a little mad sometimes yes yeah uh eric yeah. saying you guys mentioned wes's cameo but did you notice mm -hmm. uh, linda blair is the reporter when they're going yeah, to school course. yes absolutely yes, you yeah. know we did eric yes right how could you not <laughs> you know i love linda blair. she's like screaming right yeah that billy fake out uh kill got me just like everyone else that's a great horror moment and twist it really is this movie was just so darn smart mm -hmm. well let's do this real quick i want to go through a couple of fun facts these are some things that you guys uh might know you may not know but i just want to take a quick uh moment uh to discuss them a little bit and kill I'll, I'll start with you i'm gonna uh you know position this question to you and then uh, we'll have a coriander with the actual fact and we'll see what happens all right here we go <laughs> Wes was almost done with horror. Mm -hmm. All right, Coriander, what do we got for that fun fact? Yeah, so when Wes was, well, yeah, he at first was going to direct this movie, but once he heard that uh, Drew Barrymore was going to be in this film, that 
that kind of pushed him to the yes zone. And it was this 10-year-old boy who pretty much said that he was going soft and that he needed to step it up. And that's what really made him say, okay, I'm going to do this film. Uh, <laughs> nice. Kill, what, I mean, what do you what do you think about that? I mean, here's Wes Craven, one of the masters of horror, and you got this kid calling you out. You know, I mean, <laughs> what do you think? Of no, it? no, no one backs Wes into a corner. All right, but no, but that that's that's really cool. I, hey, yeah. I, and I guess you know he took that to heart. Like, hold up, I still yep. I still got it. I still yeah. got something for you. Right. So yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, let's see, our next fun fact, and, and Stephen, I'll, I'll position this one to you. I'm sure you probably know this one, but okay. uh, it's, uh, hey, what do we got, Coriander? So, Henry Wrinkler, when he opens the closet, his black leather jacket that he wore from Happy Days was hanging there. That is awesome stuff, man. Yes. Let me, like, did, uh, did you know that one? Yes, yes. Okay. And, and, and with another, I'm telling you, this is a Wes Craven move, man. This is this is him, you know, adding all these little touches that like we've been talking about the whole day. These yeah. little touches, yeah, it's hanging there in the closet, and then and and, and that time when he looks in the, itself in the mirror, yeah, it almost gives you that that Fonzie. I'm not gonna do it, but that Fonzie look, yeah. And I'm like, look at that, you know. And yeah. I thought it was awesome, man. Yeah. Such a cool touch. He didn't have to do that. Exactly. That was an extra touch he put in the movie. Absolutely, it was very very good. All right, our third, our third fact, and uh, again, I'll position this one to you, Kill. I'm just going to go back and forth between you guys. Uh, Ghostface. So Ghostface's black robe was going to be white to make him appear even more like a ghost. But this was changed in fear of people comparing the costume to the Ku Klux Klan and what they wore. All right, Kill, what do you wow. think of that? That is very interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, you know, it's funny. I can't imagine Ghostface in in a white cloak. It just, right. I, I'm just so used to you know the the traditional black one, and I think it just works so much better. Mm-hmm. I agree. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. All right. Let's see. Uh, our next one here, uh, Stephen. Uh, everybody's a suspect. <laughs> <laughs> So Jamie Kennedy was chosen for the role of Randy because he would often improvise humor into his lines, which made uh, Wes laugh. Nice, nice. And that makes sense. What, what, I mean, and I know you loved Randy in, in this movie, but what did you think of, of just his personality, what he injected to it, Stephen? Oh, it was great because, you know, Jamie Kennedy's his background is stand-up comedy. Right. And, so, and he still to this day perform stand-up comedy in comedy clubs it's what he so he he already came from an improvisational like that's what he did and that's what yeah. he does so it was really natural to, to insert those to certain him in this role and let him you know pull on those natural instincts and yeah. comedic skills that he's chops that he's got and yeah. it worked so well it just it just it was perfect and you know so you know sometimes you see people that try to be funny mm-hmm. and it's just falls flat um, right, but and but Jamie Kennedy and these lines they they hit all of us they all hit for me and and I have to mention one thing about Jamie Kennedy when he's on the couch and mm-hmm. Ghostface is coming up behind him and he's watching Halloween remember this scene and yes. Jamie's oblivious right I mean or or Randy excuse me yeah there we go 
Randy's oblivious to what's going on behind him. But what, what is so great about this moment is he's looking at the TV, telling Jamie Lee Curtis, Jamie, behind you. No, yeah. you know, Jamie, turn around. <laughs> and he says yeah. the name Jamie three or four times. Yes. And what is so meta and, and self-referential is that's his own first name. So yes. it, it, it would be like night, you saying night, turn around, <laughs> night, behind <laughs> right. you. And so, I, I mean, how brilliant is that? that again, just a little thing, little, the, the, just amazing little stuff to me that is just screams Wes Craven's influence. And, and, and as the audience, you're sitting there saying, Oh my gosh, he's, we get it. Cause he's talking to the, we, we see what's happening, but to hear mm-hmm. him actually using his own first name, it's pretty, pretty awesome. So absolutely, absolutely love Jamie Kennedy in that role. And, I, and he's a beloved character and I hated to see him go in a later sequel. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Eric was saying whether Wes was going soft or not, Shocker and People Under the Stairs have a special oh. place in my heart. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> man. Shocker's brutal. Absolutely, man. Uh, Gore saying he's going to check out your, your channel, Steven. So that's cool. Very, oh, very nice. cool. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you very much. Um, but let, let's get to obviously the reveal um, kill. In uh, this scene with uh, Matthew Lillard and Skeet Ulrich and, and Neff Campbell, I thought was was pretty pretty good and 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 it came out of nowhere because you really didn't think it'd be two killers what was your quick take on that kill man it it threw me for a loop because at least as far as my knowledge of horror movies at that time i hadn't seen a double killer right you know kind of scenario and i'm not you know and once again i'm not the most knowledgeable (laughs) of every horror movie but for me up until that point i never even thought it was two you know killers um and just the reveal of it and the way like skeet ulrich especially plays it his facial expressions look so much sinister you know when he kind of flips and does that whole reveal of like Mm -hmm. hey you know and and yeah yeah Yeah. like right there i mean i mean he he looks really cool there but also it's just a real sinister thing here because it's like because it gave me as an audience member like i knew it i knew you were dirty <laughs> yeah. i know like dirt that. and he's dirty you know <laughs> you know i you know and 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 it, it felt so gratifying like oh yeah. you know but yeah. the way the way it was played you know and my, my hat is off to all of the the actors in here i mean you had the cream of the crop of young hollywood here because for me the most the most notable actress was Drew Barrymore, and then second would be Courtney yeah. Cox. Yeah. I didn't know Nev Campbell, Skeet Ulrich, you know, Matthew mm-hmm. Lillard, you know, Jamie. Didn't really know any of them. Uh, maybe I've seen them here and there, but this this cast was just damn near perfect. Yeah, you know, yeah. like you know, I, I mean, and and just to have the two, I guess, villains be able to kind of turn it. You know, and just kind of flip on to that more sinister side of their 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 acting ability was great and yeah, and so mem- so memorable. You know, mm-hmm. so, yeah. I agree. absolutely. Uh, Stephen, what what about you? What did you think of how that that scene played out? And you really saw the psychosis okay. uh, between these two characters because, mm-hmm. and and of course that was their downfall as well. You know, they yes. were just really psychotic. What did you think of how that scene played out? masterfully done and when 
when, to, to kill, as you were just saying, when Billy turns and looks at, at Sydney at the door, right whenever he says, give me the gun, mm-hmm. the minute he has that gun, it's like he took control. That was the yeah. moment. The, the, the switch turned on. He turns his head. And then she's like, oh, no. And, he, of course, he shoots Randy in the shoulder. <clears throat> shoulder, excuse me. And then Sydney is like, oh, no. She's realizing he is the guy. And then she turns around, and there he is in the yeah. doorway of the kitchen <laughs> with the voice changer. And that was a, that was my other mind-blowing experience. I had two scenes. It was when she turned around and Stu is in the doorway and I realized that they're in it together. And then it all made sense how this all worked, looking mm-hmm. back on it. But the 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 psychosis night that you mentioned is there. You see who's the dominant person in the in that situation. And right. you know, when you when you have something like this in real life, there's always one who is a dominant over the other. You've seen mm-hmm. this in, in real history. So that yep. was smart to play that. You know, that's very realistic. And it was just really. And one thing I want to say about uh, Skeet Ulrich is that whole last finale, scene 128 is what it's called. They filmed that for three consecutive weeks, mm-hmm. seven nights a week, because the entire the ending is at night. And mm-hmm. so they stayed, they all stayed in a hotel not far from the house. And they would roll in about 6.30 in the morning, covered in blood. And they were like, you know, Billy would tell the story that people would be coming out of their hotel rooms for breakfast. And they're all looking at them all bloodied up, like, oh my gosh, like you were in a car wreck or something. And this is something I think is worth sharing. Skeet Ulrich revealed in some of the Comic-Con panels that I've seen that he had two hotel rooms at the at this hotel, motel, whatever it was. They were joining rooms and he had one room that was for him where he would rest, he would shower, he would sleep. And Mm -hmm. then he had an adjoining room that was for Billy Loomis. And this room he had decked out with um, articles, posters of serial killers, articles. He would go in that room, he would have a black light, only have a black light on. And he would watch documentaries on serial killers and the psychology of serial killers because in that room he was Billy in character because he wanted to play his role as right. authentic as he could as a real serial killer and with a psychotic personality would do. And so he would go in character in that room and when he would leave that motel room, he would be back to being skeet. But right. he would, he would yeah. and so I thought that was pretty impressive for 20 what 24, 23 year old kid. Yeah quote absolutely and to to take that upon himself and i think that also trans uh, carries over to his performance because you see his looks you see the sinister and and i think kill you mentioned just a minute ago how his look just Mm -hmm. the glances he can give you is Mm -hmm. so intense and it's not cheesy man it's like really serious it is and i I, yeah i so i applaud him as an actor for that but that whole last scene is 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 horror gold to me and when you see them start to stab each other you see how and create the insanity is and they're getting more zealous about you know they're like they're getting enjoyment out of stabbing their each other there you go and it just turns into this whole like these seeing the brutality of what's really going on is was pretty impressive and I, i hate that the mpaa had to cut some of that final scene in the kitchen because they're, they're, right. You know, because after there's a scene that in the director's cut where uh, after Stu is stabbed, it, it shows his hand and the blood is dripping down and you hear it hitting on the floor. Thump, thump, 
thump, blood drops hitting the kitchen floor. And the MPAA said, no, that's too, too, that's too, too real. Too much. That's too much. <laughs> I cut it out. But I, I know, right? But, but anyway, crazy. I thought, uh, at night it was a masterful scene in, in suspense. And, and I, here's the other thing I love about it is that Sydney never plays the victim in this. Even, you know, she, she comes and I may be jumping ahead. So I'll, I'll, I'll hold off on that. But that was my thoughts on it. It was just wonderfully done. It, 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 it really was. It was a great scene. And again, just so many surprises and they're just hitting yes. you beat after beat after beat. Mm-hmm. Like, like you said too, Killian, it just built up to that and it just jumped. Coriander, you know, for you at the end of the movie, what were your thoughts, especially after they're stabbing each other and then Nev Campbell pulls the okie doke on them and hides and yeah. then turn, t- turns a table on them. What did, what did you think of how that went? Mm-hmm. Again, that was so smart because then they started freaking out like, where is yeah. she? Yeah. And yeah, so that was like, so she was so smart and she she really is like a great final girl if you think she about is. it because mm-hmm. she did everything mm-hmm. right. So yeah. She really did. And, and, and like and like uh, Steven said, you know, she didn't play the victim. You know, she did what she had yeah. to do. And exactly. when we did our our uh, our uh, top ten final girls of all time, um, obviously, you know, Sydney was in that list. By the way, if you guys have not seen that video, check it out. It was a lot of fun. Um, but it was just a great ending. It really was to me. Everything worked together. And mm-hmm. obviously, at the end, Gail comes in to save the day. And so, you know, all these all these characters had some wonderful arcs that were that were really tied up. And you even get, you know, like you said, Stephen, Randy got shot from the uh, shoulder, so he survived. And then you'd have that scene where, you know, he's talking about, you know, the, the final rule is that they always come back. And, <laughs> yes. this and, this. and it, it was just some fun stuff. It really was. Yes. This movie is really good. As we start to uh, head on out real quick in the chat, just to catch up with you guys a little bit. Um, you guys are working hard here, man. Eric says, <laughs> okay, I'm convinced. I'll give it a rewatch and be 100% fair after this stream. Dewey and Stu be damned. <laughs> Good. You need to do that. All right. You need to do Check that. Check it out. Cora <laughs> saying, thanks, guys. Take it easy. All right, man. Catch you later. Thanks so much for stopping by. We'll, we'll be in touch. Eric saying, I've always thought Skeet looked like a late 90s Johnny Depp in this. Makes sense mm-hmm. after Wes have, has Depp in his first movie. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I agree. Yep. Yeah. Casey's in the chat. Interweb Kaiju himself saying, good evening. What's up, man? How you doing? Uh, the Wolfman. Wolfman's in the chat saying, hey, everyone. What's going on? Hey. Um, my second favorite horror movie of all time. Scream made me fall in love with the horror genre. Mm-hmm. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Um, he's saying he hopes that the trailer releases on the internet soon. Yeah, man. I'm should hoping be Tuesday. So too. It should be I'm, Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be crazy, man. Uh, Doomsday is in the chat saying, hey, everyone, what's going on, man? What's going on? Um, and Mr. Bones is in the chat saying, I'm getting a little woozy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> that was good. Uh, my mom and dad's going to be so mad. <laughs> right? Matthew oh, yes. Lillard was great in this. Yes. But um, anyways, guys, I think I think the consensus is that we really appreciate this movie. It's mm-hmm. a horror classic. Uh, Wes Craven did a phenomenal job with this with this yeah. movie, the direction, yeah. 
and like you said steven and, and you too kill and coriander just everything happened for a reason it was just great timing so you know is this a horror classic or is it a dark comedy i say it's a horror classic what, what do you say kill horror classic how about you steven i know oh. the answer but <laughs> horror classic slash masterpiece yes all right how about you coriander it's definitely a classic yeah all right well there you have it so anyways guys that's our brief uh because we could talk about so many of these things for so long but that's our our little episode for scream reviewing it discussing it celebrating it it is a great movie if you haven't seen it in a while revisit it it's a fun time um and please guys definitely give us a like on the video that helps support the channel and we will also have steven's links in the description for both of his channels craving something scary and also the movie brothers react so check that out and steven um do you have anything coming up and i know with two channels you got a lot going on but especially with craving something scary because you just recently started it anything coming up on that you wanted to throw out at us oh man just just trying to stay on top of all the screen five updates is is insane and right so uh yeah i got, got some stuff coming up uh so so definitely you know if you haven't checked out the channel and, and if you like horror updates and i know you guys do here in the in the night watch zone so uh yeah so I'm, I'm working on some things got them in queue in fact something coming down the road with uh mr knight himself actually so i'll <laughs> tease that a little bit without revealing too much so uh if you want to see what we've got cooking for a little bit later in the month definitely uh hit that subscribe button when you go there and the bell icon to get notified when it comes out but yeah man really i'm just focusing on give trying to give updates for screen five and yeah. working on some some movie reviews and of course craven you know the name craven something scary i want to focus on west craven's films for a lot of the material nice. so yeah if, so for west if you like west craven's films and this being of course one of them there'll be a lot of those and, and some, some of the more obscure ones i'm going to get into even like way back like deadly blessing and deadly friend yeah. and some of those yeah. real older ones that don't people don't talk a lot those about are a great ones yeah, yeah. Mm. i love those movies I agree. yeah so absolutely so that's what All we're right. doing over there man on, on craving something scary yeah nice. nice very 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 cool um and also as we head on out uh let's see <laughs> Mr. Bones was saying, craving something scary at night. <laughs> <laughs> Eric saying, you can't wait to check out the channel. That's awesome. Oh, thank you. Thank you very, very, very cool. Yeah, I mean, like I said, the horror community is really, really cool. But anyways, guys, um, thanks so much for hanging out with us. Um, we will be catching you guys soon. Gillian, Coriander, thanks for doing this. As always, Stephen, yeah. we appreciate you uh, joining us for this episode. My yeah. pleasure. Absolutely. Thank you for I really appreciate the invitation absolutely man it was it was really fun this is yes. this is one of those hallmark uh movies so um i'm glad we could make it a special type of thing so thank yes. you so much thank you cool all right so we will catch you guys later if you're watching this if you're listening to this you are the night watch peace out guys see you later see ya peace.